American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. part of the offseason in between that second phase of free agency and heading towards the draft. You got pro days galore. Quarterbacks looking good. Todd, how you feeling? You know, uh, I'll be honest, man, I'm not fe- <laughs> I'm not feeling great. <laughs> it's for the reason you just said. Pro days, quarterbacks looking good. All of that and watching these pro days, just knowing, man, we're not getting one of those quarterbacks. <laughs> It's probably not going to happen. You see Zach Wilson making all these crazy throws, and Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and uh, you know we're just uh, we're going to roll with the, our thirty-eight-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, but other than that, I'm feeling okay. That's not a slight on Ryan Fitzpatrick or anything. It's just frustration at at still not having a long-term young answer. Also, it's not because uh, they look good at their pro days. It's because they're, you know, they're good prospects. Uh, if they could look bad at their pro days, I'd still feel good. I'd still feel bad that we're not getting right. one of them. But, I mean, you know, not to be a pessimist, how are you feeling? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. I, I was in the mountains this week up in the Sultan, Washington. Mm. And I got to view one of the best sceneries I've ever seen just <laughs> at, a, at, a lo- at a log cabin house. And okay. just the water and the mountains in the background, and um, got that to think about amazing. theories of Washington of our Washington football team, and I got a couple of them. But <laughs> I mean, feel free to share them. You know, it sounds like you had a lot of clarity out there, a lot of uh, a quiet, quiet time to think. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just think something's up, man. I I, I think Washington may have. I don't know. I don't want to. I think Washington's in for that either that two pick or that. Or the Atlanta pick, if the quarterback is there, for some reason it it's just somebody's in play at four has to be in order mm-hmm. for in order for San Francisco to move up. Yeah, you know, I, I just think mm-hmm. something is up, something's going on, and I just think I think if Washington make makes a deal, it's going to be during the draft, and which I prefer better, honestly, because I mean, obviously, we want to know like San Francisco, yeah. You know they're they got they got the three pick, they're excited, but then it's the point of which quarterback you're going to get. And yeah. If the quarterback you want is there, whereas if we go into the draft and we trade up, we know exactly who it's for. Where, right. where you where San Francisco is going? Oh, is it Mac Jones? Is it Zach Wilson? Is he going to fall to three? Is it Fields? And 
who's their guy? You know, we don't know. And we don't know if he's going to be there. But I'm assuming they have a good gauge. But I, I just think if Washington moves up, it's because it's the guy they want. Yeah. So, and, and that's going to bring more excitement in a draft for me personally than, you know, than having it. Yeah, I would have been excited if you said Washington moves up to three. Definitely would have been excited. <laughs> but how much yeah. more exciting will it be during the draft? Okay, so you so you think that it's a possibility that they make a big jump still? I think so. I, okay. I think these next couple of weeks are telling. Yeah, uh, especially if they try to fill up the roster with uh with something. I think maybe like a Trent Brown. If you see like a Trent Brown, uh, I'm sorry, Orlando Brown trade. Oh yeah, something yeah. like that. I mm. think they'll. I think they'll. they'll I think they're going to move. Uh, if the guy's there at four, I think I have a good feeling that they may move up and get him. I just, okay. I just can't see them sitting back uh, if they're yeah. guys. I just can't see it. I, I yeah. really can't see it. Yeah, you, you, I feel like with the 49ers, like you said, they, they moved up to three, and I think they're good with whoever they get, which I think will right. be, I think it will be Justin Fields. I, that's just, that's just what I think. <sighs> I don't. <sighs> I go back and forth, but now I'm settled on. I think I'm settled on Justin Fields for the 49ers. But I don't know if they're settled. You know, they could. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, they, they got, right. they they got some good options. They got a lot of options. I'm to settled pick from. before them. No, they do have good options. Uh, I, I don't think there's a, a wrong answer for them. It depends what you want. I mean, it does depend on what you want. You're right. You're right about that. The, 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 each quarterback will have a year to develop, regardless right. of who they get. Well, okay. So, so you do think that they're being honest when they say they're going to keep Jimmy Garoppolo? I do think so. Hmm. I think they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it'll go down to the beginning of, of like OTA seeing how the quarterback fares mm-hmm. within the offense. And then uh-huh. I think they'll, I think if, if he can kind of take over the job, I think they'll kind of do like a tour situation. I think. Gotcha. Okay. I think that, I think Jimmy G is going to get traded before or during the draft. Mm. Maybe. I, I mean, the most obvious choice is obviously the Patriots. Um, I don't know, maybe like the bears or something, but that's just what I think. Uh, I, and I tweeted about I'm not interested in, in, in Jimmy Garoppolo in Washington. He's missed no. half of the last games he's been supposed to uh, play in. But talking about that trade, uh, I mean, look at what the 49ers gave up. They gave up almost exactly what Washington gave up when they got RG3, except instead of a second rounder, they gave up a third rounder. But it was three ones and a three uh, to go from 12 to three. And, I mean, I love I love the aggressiveness and like the, you know, like attacking what is your biggest need. And the crazy thing is the 49ers have a better quarterback situation than than Washington, than yeah. other teams in the league. They got to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. But they also know his health is a concern and his play is, is just not what they want. Um, and I, I guess that's the, the notion that Washington losing the division wouldn't have been better because they would have had the 10th pick. Um and I'm not saying that, you know, we won't know until years from now, ultimately what the better outcome would have been and, 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 and won't really matter. But 19 to three is, is a lot tougher and a lot more expensive than 10 to three. You know, if Washington had the 10th pick, who knows? Maybe they're the ones who made that trade uh, last week to move up to three and has options I mean, at quarterback. I mean, my thing, my thing is, do you, do you play with analytics in this matter? Because I saw something where, where teams trade up for quarterbacks. They're not really that good. Oh, you're talking about um. There's a tweet about teams who have traded up into the top three and, and been drafting. Yeah, I, I mean, um, do you play analytics was, there? Because you know that's a good question. It was I think the list was RG three, Mitch Trubisky, Carson Wentz, Jared, Jared Goff. Goff, um, and there was one other name. Uh, 
I mean, that is a good question, but it's tricky with the draft when you talk about like analytics, like you said, because there has to be some validity to it. But at the same time, every player and situation is different. Right. I mean, you look at RG3 and and we know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Goff, you know, he got, he's not a terrible quarterback. He's no, just, not. He's just not a, you know, he's, he's, he's Jared Goff. He's not a franchise um, quarterback. He's not a franchise either. quarterback. Mitch Trubisky kind of feels like a misevaluation yeah. because, um, uh, because Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes were traded up for also significantly and they're much better. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, there's a part of me that thinks that that, that, trading up to the top three and getting a guy and him failing has more to do with uh, just the hit rate in general on first round quarterbacks and the situations they're drafted to. I don't know. What do you, so, what do you so think? I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards analytics because mm-hmm. um, we, let's be honest out of those top three picks, or four for that matter. Not all of them are going to be good quarterbacks. Not all okay, of them will so, be franchise uh, top quarterbacks. Five, which, is a, which is a great point. Which is a great point. We love them all as prospects and think they can all be good. Exactly. But we pretty much know for a fact, probably two or three of them will not be. Right. I would say, I would say three, I think. I think, I think two could be very good. I mm. think at least three will be good to very good. And I think two are going to be busts. Right. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, which is which is uh, in think, line with data. I think, yeah, and I think the biggest one because of situation will be whoever goes to the Jets. I, I truly think. I kind of agree with. I was I was having the same thought. I kind of because you look at um. Let's let's go back to 2018 real quick. The last time five QBs were drafted, which ones went to the best situation? Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who have had the most success. Right. Uh, Baker Mayfield went to a bad situation, but he, he kind of overcame it. Now he's in a good situation. Mm-hmm. And then Darnold and Rosen went to the worst situations. Right. And I mean, we barely, uh, Darnold played, but like, I, I don't really feel like there's been a full, I feel like the, the evaluation of Darnold is not closed yet yeah. because he's yeah. just got such a bad situation. And same for, uh, for, for Rosen, for Rosen and Darnold. Uh, so we look at this year. Like the Jaguars seem like a good spot because it seems like Urban Meyer, but but you don't know they don't have a lot of talent. It's, it's no they don't guarantee. have a lot of talent. Uh, you think that? So I would say the, my one thing with the Jaguars is I think Trevor Lawrence in a better situation will be better than what he will be with the Jaguars potentially. Right. I think he'll be good no matter what, but in a better situation, like the Forty right. ers he'd be elite. Right. Oh yes. You look at the Jets and and Robert. Uh, Sala, that's what it's pronounced. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's not Sala. At, uh, at the end of Psalms, is it? <laughs> yeah, it may, I don't know. It might be six one way half a dozen others. <laughs> Sala, uh, you again. You you think a new staff and that it'll be, but you just don't know. The 49ers are a good situation. Like you think whoever Great they get situation. right will be good. Um, uh, you look at the the what the Falcons maybe, and and that's another one where you don't know with the new head coach. Yeah. Yeah. A team that was bad last year that had no business being bad, really not that bad. Right. And then the Panthers where, I mean, it's not, it doesn't seem like a bad situation, but it, yeah. you just don't, you just, you also don't know. Mm-hmm. So man, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's a lot of it does come down to situation. Uh, what's that nature versus nurture. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I think that the best ones out of the top five, because we like we said, all five of them will not become first round level mm-hmm. players. I think the best ones will be the ones in the best situation. Yeah. Which is probably what well, so I'm leave Trevor Lawrence out of it. Outside of that, I'd say whoever the 49ers draft, and then and yeah. then from there we don't know. You, you don't know. It's a it's a really a question mark where that fifth where that fourth and fifth quarterback will go. Mm-hmm. I know Benjamin Albright told us that the Falcons are all over Trey Lance at four. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason not to believe, but you just you still don't know. You know, it's the no, draft. No. And then after that, the Panthers are the are the other team that you say they really want a quarterback, but who do they want? How badly do they want him? It kind of feels like the Panthers screwed up by not trading to three before the Dolphins before the 49ers did. That's what it seems because Atlanta's not moving back with them. I don't think so. I really don't. I I think that there is like legitimate truth to that. Uh, we see teams in the division trade from time to time, and you know the argument is well if the 40 if the, if if there's a quarterback say it's Trey Lance say it's Justin Fields at four and the Falcons say no we don't want him. Uh, we'll trade with the Panthers and let let them get him because we don't think he'll be good. I don't know if it's that the Falcons think Justin Fields won't be good. I think it's just that they're not willing to put their name on it. Right. But how would it look if you if you if you trade with the Panthers and he goes to the Panthers and then he's he's destroying your defense for 15 years? Oh my goodness! You, you, like you I don't see that. that. No, you can't live with that. Like you can't take that chance especially when other teams will probably be calling too, exactly. right? which is another factor. So yeah, I don't think that they're going to trade with the Panthers. So, so going back to the situation for a minute, yeah. say if Washington moves up to four, yeah, the confidence that you have in any quarterback that San Francisco gets, do you have the same confidence with any quarterback that Scott Turner gets? I don't think I have the because same. Because I kind of do. Okay. You do. I, I don't think I have the same, but I have more than, um, more than I think like the Jaguars or the, or the jets. Why do so why do you have the same? Uh, I like Zampezi. Um, yeah. He's okay. A he's, he's a very good, he's a very good quarterback. That's a good and point. I, I like, I like Turner. He I like Turner to get too. Along with a lot Scott of Turner speech. had the, he had the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. Yes. Year. He did yes. actually 32. And we got weapons. Do have weapons. So I don't think it's necessarily out of, and you got a number, and you got a top three defense on top of that. Yeah, yeah. Does um okay. So here's here's my follow up question. Does so we saw the 49ers trade three ones and a three to move go from twelve to nine spots from twelve to three. So Washington going on the be- on the behalf of him sitting for a year. That's who, why I think the oh, option. Okay, is, okay. That's why I think it's it's even with the 49ers. If he had to play this year, mm, okay. maybe not. But if he had the benefit of sitting, whatever quarterback it is, mm, sit for a year under Fitzpatrick, okay. I think it's perfect. Because situation. then he's kind of coming into a bet even better situation the yeah. following mm-hmm. year. Um, okay, so they gave up three first and a third to trade up nine spots. Washington trading up 14, uh, 15 spots. You're starting at three first and a third. Hmm. And then, and then whatever else is on top of that. Does that in any way uh, change your opinion on on how they'll be able to surround him with talent? Because if you have to give up your first, second, and third this year, and then first and third the next year, and then first and fourth the year after that, I don't know something like that. Does it does it does it kind of make you feel like they uh, they won't be able to properly surround the guy with talent? I tell you this: if they give up just three firsts and a third. 
and keep the two two second keep the second yeah. and the two thirds this year. I think it's I think it's perfect because you can use those two thirds to move back up in the first if you want to get some talent to make up mm-hmm. for that first for next year. If you think yeah. about it that way, yeah, you can go back in the latter end of that draft and get yeah. You're 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 kind of like the Haskins situation in a sense, mm-hmm. right? And Haskins right. and Haskins, Haskins and, uh, in sweat. a sweat. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of interesting. But I think I think because they have that those two thirds. And that second, that teams are going to want one, two, three, one, and maybe a three, and that's where it, that's where it hurts a little it bit, hurts, right? Because you can't, because the draft is so deep this year. With some, it you is, can, you can with, be with set. offensive skill players. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. And, uh, yeah. I you, you when you look at what the 49ers did, and they they gave up. So the, the argument is when you make a big move like that, you are hindering your team from being able to surround that quarterback with talent. But look at what the 49ers gave up they're using one of those three first round picks on the quarterback okay so so they gave up three ones they got a one in return so so now we're talking two ones and a third is ultimately what they gave up they still have the second round pick this year they have second round picks for the next two years third round picks for next years on top of that your team is not built from your first round picks it's built from the -hmm. picks after that you have Mm -hmm. to hit on your first round picks but you got to hit on some of the later ones too, because if you only hit on first rounders and you don't hit on anyone else, it's not going to, it's, it's kind of balances out. Right. So if you're a good team and you're good at drafting players, then not having your first round picks is not going to hurt your ability to build your team. That's where right. I stand on it. That's why I would do the same thing they did with RG three, the same thing the 49ers just did. I'd make that trade yeah. because you should be able to find players who can be good in the second and fourth and fifth this year. Right. And then next year, the second, third, fourth, fifth, the, the year after, you know, but I mean, it would cost more to move up to four. Um, and I mean, as much as I, as much as I, as much as I uh, think the Falcons, you know, would take a quarterback because it makes sense Four quarterbacks going in the first four picks also just sounds so crazy. It does. Like one, two, three, four, all four quarterbacks are gone. That's insane. That would be mm-hmm. insane if that happens. <laughs> I just don't know. It would be. It would be. I know that if I know that if the Falcons take a quarterback at four and it does go one, two, three, four, uh, that I think that any window for Washington trading up essentially is just closed. Yeah. Because I think you go, it's gonna be Lawrence Wilson, Fields, Lance, right? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the Panthers may take Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. If not, I don't know. But like at best, the, your only option is, is to trade up for his Mac Jones. But the, the window is essentially closed at that point. The only thing that leaves a crack in the window is if the Falcons don't take a quarterback at four. That's when during the draft, we can maybe sit on the edge of our seat for a minute and see how things play out. Right. Yeah. But the moment the field, uh, the moment the Falcons turn in that card and it's quarterback, uh, wherever, wherever, then it's like okay, well, <laughs> I think we're I think we're out of this if we were ever even in it. So I got a couple things with with Ron. I, I know Mayhew said something in the uh, during the press conference in regards to Stafford's deal, and he said that he doesn't discuss deals because it's messy. You yeah. know, he doesn't want to give. Is it possible that they're you know that they're in something? Right now, they're figuring out. And two, is it possible if how would you feel if they move back? Say if they move from nineteen to twenty-five, picked up an extra second, 
or third, yeah. probably an extra second. Right. And they drafted David Mills at like 26. How would you feel? Oh, in the first round? In the first round. If they moved back to like 26. Yeah. <laughs> and, and picked up an extra second. Right. How would you okay, feel so, if they drafted David Mills? Um, looking back at a draft that happened in, I think, 2018. I think the Packers moved up from 27 to 18 and they gave up an extra third. So I think a move like that would be a third round pick probably. Um, I think I'm cool with drafting Davis Mills, but I think you could just, you can get him later. I don't think there's any reason. I mean, there is no, I mean, that's the thing. That's what I think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the teams think, but (laughs) here's the thing. Because look, if if he's, (laughs) if he sits, if, if Davis Mills goes back, yeah, he's a top 15 pick next year in the draft. Think so? Maybe top 10. Maybe top ten. Yeah, he uh he he should and, have stayed probably. And having the benefit to sit behind Fitzpatrick for a year, yeah. developing, is he top ten material going to the next year still? I I, I think so. I I, see, I mean, it's like here's the thing because we we have our opinions on we have our opinions on guys first as players, mm-hmm. then we have our opinion based on that opinion on where you should draft a guy, but then ultimately we don't know what the NFL thinks now. If Washington traded back and then drafted Davis Mills in the first round because they did not think he would be there by the time their second round pick came, I'm gonna take their word for it. And we'll just we'll just find out that the NFL had a higher opinion and they had him as the sixth quarterback when everyone out here had him as the eighth quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right? If they make there's certain decisions where if they make them, I'll I'll tr- I'll trust them because they're the experts and we'll see whether or not it was right. If you're asking me based on what I think, uh, what I would do, I would probably say I'll take whoever is available at 26 based on my board and then come pick 51. I think he'll be there for me. He might be Mm -hmm. there with that extra third round pick possibly. I just don't know. Mm -hmm. Because, again, we don't know how the quarterback hungry teams are going to react and respond with the second tier of quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. With Kyle Mm -hmm. Trask, with Davis Mills. I guess Mond and Newman. That's I guess that's the second tier probably. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if if there's going to be a gap where let's say let's just say it goes one two three four and then eight for the quarterbacks and the top mm-hmm. five guns are the top five quarterbacks are gone by five. Mm-hmm. Is that going to push Trask and Mills and Mond and Newman up the board or are they still going to go where they went? You know, mm-hmm. and that's the question. I don't know. And that's why I can't wait for the draft to happen because I'm sick of having these questions and not having any answers. Uh, now, to answer your question about trading back from 19, uh, if if it becomes apparent that you know the trading for a quarterback is just not in the cards, which is like kind of where I'm I'm at right now, or I'm trying to come to terms with, um, 19 is a weird spot, man. It's like it feels like it's a little bit too far back for a player who is sliding to slide all the way back to just like recently look at like CD lamb, um, uh, uh, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, guys who slid, none of them made it to 19 though. And then it feels like it may be a little too early for some of the guys you like that you could maybe get later. It just kind of feels like a weird spot. And so I would love to see them either trade up for a guy who's sliding that they like, or just trade back. And like you said, pick up that extra second or third, Mm-hmm. go get a good player and have an extra early pick 
right. All right. That's kind of where I'm at with the 19th pick. So, I, it, so who who has to be there at 19 for the demand of the 19th pick to drive up? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Who would be there at 19 that Washington wouldn't pick that they would trade back um, because he's there? I mean, maybe one of the top cornerbacks, maybe maybe Sertain or or um, or uh, Farlier or Horn, and who knows if they'll take them or not. But cornerback is is not one of the big needs. Uh, so if you were to weigh drafting a cornerback at nineteen between trading back, getting whoever you want at whatever twenty five, twenty six, and having an extra third, maybe that's a better value. Um, a defensive lineman because I just don't think Washington is going to draft a defensive lineman in the first round. Mm-hmm. It would be kind of overkill. At that yeah, point, yeah, I think, yeah. or it would signal that you're going to trade one of these guys here real soon, mm-hmm. uh, I, or a wide receiver uh, that that someone likes that Washington doesn't want to take a 19 because they feel they can get someone later. You know, maybe something like that. Um, All the O line. Me, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe like um, who's the uh, Virginia Tech? Um, I always, always, I always want to say Leatherwood. It's Dar- Darsa, yeah. Darsa. Um, and again, who knows if they'll take him or not? But if he gets to nineteen, it seems like maybe that's someone that teams will want to trade up for. Mm-hmm. His also his his evaluation is like all over the charts. You got yeah. him like top fifteen. You got yeah. him in the mid thirties. It just varies yeah, so much. So I do think I do think some will be there at nineteen that someone maybe want to trade up for. We don't know if it'll be from 22, 25, 28, 29. And whether or not Washington is going to say, well, we want this guy or that guy, just stay put. So where does Pitts need to fall for you to trade up? Like 14. Honestly, probably like 13. 13. Once you, that's because it's either it's 9 or 13 where you can probably trade up. Yeah. 10, 11, 12, you probably yeah. – again, teams yeah. don't make moves. It, it, um, um, divisional teams don't make moves with each other a lot. No. They just don't. Uh, so, like, yeah, like like 13. He gets to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about a lot to move up six spots, and you're mm-hmm. getting who is like a player who is probably top three overall in the draft. Now, does he make it that far? Probably There's not. No way, right? No, but There's hey, no that, that's where that extra third comes in handy. They got yeah, yeah, with. right, exactly, exactly, because that's probably along the lines of what it will cost a yep. third and like a fifth or a fourth next year or something mm-hmm. like that. Definitely not a mm-hmm. lot. Um, who, okay, so we're just talking about this. Let's just talk about this. Yeah, let's, let's, talk about, let's, tra- let's just talk draft scenarios brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen, as always, in uh, Woodbridge, Virginia. Check them out. We were before the episode trying to figure out. <laughs> we, were not, we weren't trying to figure out, but we were asking each other, what would we like to talk about? Yeah. But uh, it, uh, let's just talk draft scenarios and what we would do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. At what point would you trade up for him? Or would you, if he starts to slide? Or will you just say, let's see if he gets to me? <sighs> that's a tough one because I think I think if he's there at 19, that's the clear cut pick. I think that just bolsters your defense so, immensely. So, so uh, everyone's going to ask the question: the off-field stuff doesn't bother. What are What are your thoughts? Without being um, insensitive, what are your thoughts? Just quickly on the off on the locker room stuff. I think it's weird, um, but <laughs> but again, I, I I only think it'll be a problem to the point where he reaches superstar status mm. because you can't tell him nothing mm, unless yeah, where he's like unless, uncontrollable. uncontrollable, like where he's so good. Like you yeah. just, you know, you can't yeah. say anything to him. Yeah. But I think with the guys in the locker room, like Allen, Payne, young Ron, 
uh, the leaders that you have, I think I think it's a good fit. I'll move up to. F- Will you move up? again? Thirteen is that thirteen is where that trade up window opens back up, but outside of the top ten, in my mind. If a talent like Micah Parsons is there at 10, 11, 12, I don't think Cowboys, Eagles, or Giants are trading with you. So, like, I guess 13 is is the window opening. Yeah, I think you got to get above New England. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that because they wouldn't uh, – I don't think they'd worry about him in the locker room because mm-hmm. they, they would just get him brainwashed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a sunken place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hypnotized. So so you would you would if he's sitting there at thirteen or fourteen and you're saying, Okay, let's move up, get ahead of, you know Only only if the offensive tackles are off off the board okay. as well. Because Slater, I think Sewell Slater, and um, yep. and Leatherwood. Darsaw. <laughs> Darsaw, right. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so with the with the off with the locker room stuff, it it this is my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. It feels like hazing that was probably at times going too far mm-hmm. and happening to a person, a young man in that locker room who is, I don't know. I, I don't know what the, the word to say is, but just not so keen to it. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to a sexual issue. Yeah. That's I what agree. it seems like to me. Like it was, it was things that happen in locker rooms that just happen. They, they happen, and, but then that one guy, either that one guy takes it too far, mm-hmm. slash that one guy is like, you know, I'm not like, no, I hate this. This is like, mm-hmm. I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, but it doesn't. If it was more, I don't know what the word is. If it was more of a concern, I think it would be more of a concern. Right. I, I feel like, but we'll find out when the draft happens, because what always happens with some of these guys is it's not till like draft day where you start to hear teams are quote unquote taking him off their board. All right. And, uh, but okay. So that's Parsons Uh, with Parsons. I think I'd move up a couple spots, Mm -hmm. 16, 17, 18, the real cheap range where I'm giving up like a fifth round pick to move up Mm -hmm. to get him. Mm -hmm. I think that's That's where I do it because the one thing to consider about players sliding is why are they sliding? Why is nobody taking him? Why is nobody else trading up for him? And if it's more of a long-term medical concern, okay, I, that's like John Allen. That's like Montez mm-hmm. Sweat. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's different. If you can get five, six really good years out of a first-rounder, I think it, out of a mid-round first-rounder, I don't think that's a, a, a bad investment. Mm-hmm. But if it's a character concern, mm, and it's not like weed, or you know, it's like a legit, that's different. Um, okay, so what about, what about like one of these top tackles? Sewell Slater, and you know it, it, it varies. However, they're ranked. If one of them gets to 13, 14, 15, 16, what are you are you making a move? I think Sewell's the only one because he's just a freak and he's like nineteen years old and like <laughs> and he's like literally a cornerstone. Can you just imagine the the practices with with right. Chase and Sewell going? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Sewell will be the guy, but. Again, I'm, that's about 15, 14, where I would try oh, to move up. Okay, yeah. gotcha. A few spots. Um, Kyle Pitt, okay, so what about any of these wide receivers? Wide receiver is – it's tricky this year in the draft because it's so deep. Mm-hmm. Washington signed Curtis Samuel. 
you got Adam Humphreys, who, you know, is, I guess, Adam Humphreys won't stop you from drafting anyone you want, mm-hmm. but you feel a little better about the room. But, uh, like, there's, there's, I would say there's zero chance that Jamar Chase makes it out of the top, whatever, definitely top 10, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, we don't know because we thought CeeDee Lamb was going to go much earlier last year. Right, right. Uh, and I think Waddle will go just because of his speed. I do mm-hmm. think Devontae Smith is the most likely to slide. Really? And I also am not worried about his size uh, for a couple of reasons. One, in terms of injury, look, I'm not a, I haven't done the data, but I just know that there's no correlation between smaller guys and more injury prone because how many 6'5", 260 pound guys get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot more bigger guys in the NFL and they get hurt just as much. So I'm not concerned about that. And then in terms of him not being able to get off of press, that's a concern. Then you're not being, you're not, you're not imaginative. You don't have enough imagination because offensive uh, coaches can make sure that their guys don't get pressed right. you know, most of the time. Smith will be moving around. You can line him up off the line of scrimmage. You can do all these things. Again, Ty, you think Tyreek Tyree Hill is probably not great at beating press against a big, strong corner, mm. but it's yeah. never a problem for him. He's right. Right. So I wouldn't worry about, uh, I wouldn't worry about that. And that was not a Devonte Smith, Tyreek Hill comparison. All right. Would you trade up for Devonte Smith under any circumstances? I think I know your answer though. No. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. What? Yes. But if he's there at 19, <laughs> if you, that was boy, my follow up. Oh boy. You're, I've you're taken him. I think you have no to, back. you have to, you have to, because that's when you really talk about, again, why is this guy sliding? He's sliding because teams have concerns about his ability to get off of press. Okay, well, we'll just make sure he doesn't get pressed. Exactly. Not to mention Scott Turner's offense already deals with so much pre-snap movement, and Smith will be doing a lot of that movement. You got to respect. But then on top of that, man, he's, he's what, 5'9", um, 170. But he, he can get the ball like he's 6'2". And he's fearless. And, he, and my thing for we, – we talked about it. Um, I talked about it on the Burgundy Zone. But what is the thing for me with wide receivers that makes me want a guy – more than anything, than great catches and all that stuff, can he get himself open? Mm-hmm. Like, because at the end of the day, can, when it's man on man, right? When it's third and seven, man on man, just straight up heavy pressure, are all your guys going to be jammed at the line and can't get off of it? Or can your guy, or not even jammed at the line, but just covered? Or can your guy get himself open? Like Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, Devontae Smith, and Curtis Samuel. Suddenly you have... And you're assuming that Devontae Smith becomes the player that we all think he will be. If he becomes that player, that's what a top five, top three receiver group. That's a very, very good receiver group. You just can't pass up that opportunity. If he's at 19, I'm taking him. If he's at 18, maybe I'll give up a little something to take him. But if he's at 18, I think the Dolphins are taking him if they yeah. haven't gone uh, receiver already. Right. Especially since that's two as yeah, boy. Yeah, sure. But but basically, we're not we're not making any sort of big jump for Devontae Smith, which I agree with, because that's when you look at who you could get in the second round, mm-hmm. who you could get in the third round. They not they're not Devontae Smith, but they could still be very good players. Right. You give up a lot less to get them. <clears throat> OK. Um, what other who else is there for you? So my thing is who. What quarterback is sitting at four that you're like. I abs- like Ron, like you're just like <laughs> going to drive to Ashburn and like bang on the doors. <laughs> like what quarterback is it that, um, that has to be sitting at four for you to be like, yo, if we don't, that you'll be blown with blown if we don't. Okay. Yes. So it's, it's man, I keep going back and forth on this, but uh, I, I, I like all of them. They all have potential. I think that 
And I like Zach Wilson just faced so little pressure. I don't know. I, I, but I think if Zach Wilson was there at four, I think he'd be the one. And I think for a couple reasons, mainly because he's the one I most expect to be gone at two. And like, there's like, there's no chance of getting it. And if somehow it goes Trey Lance, Justin Fields at two, Trey Lance or Justin Fields at three, and then Zach Wilson sitting there at four and the Falcons are trying to trade out of it, which would be insane. But we're just having a fun conversation. I think it's Zach Wilson. I mean, because he just plays like he's special he, against terrible defenses. But I mean, the throws he's making still look very special. So I think it's Zach Wilson for me. At the same time, if, if Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance are at four, I'm probably fine with trading up for any of them. Yeah. What about you? Davis Mills. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, fired. Not even by me. I think that uh, I think that the the fans of this show would fire you if you were being serious. <laughs> um, I, I would say, man, it, it had to be Fields. Okay. Which I think is going to be there, honestly. You think so? So you think that the 49ers are taking Lance or Wilson? I think so. Probably Lance and okay, okay. Because you, you think they're speed. they're they're in a position where they can sit a guy. I mean, if right. if they do keep Garoppolo, if so they, yeah, it's like it's like they do you get a guy. You can go. You can go based off who has the best potential. Yeah, by sitting strictly, for a year, strictly. You yeah, you know, right. And the crazy thing is Washington kind of has that luxury. Exactly. Different set of circumstances, but they, they kind of do. Yeah. So it's Justin Fields for you. It's Zach Wilson for me. So if Trey Lance yeah. is at four, then how do you feel? No, I, I wouldn't want to move up. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be mad, but I just think if it's, it's Fields. It's not the same. Okay. Yeah, it's not the same. I, I, I mean, think it's... That's, that's fair. That's fair. Because like, I like Trey Lance. Talking about drafting a player versus talking about giving up an enormous amount of uh, mm-hmm. draft capital are two different things, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Justin Fields having played at the level he played and then at the level of competition that he played and then having the physical traits that he has, and then having the, the fit, the mental traits that he has um, can put him ahead of Trey Lance in terms of your willing to risk that much. Cause mm-hmm. at that point it becomes about risk. Right. Like it's a risk if you just pick him. But if you if you add four or five other picks to this, that's an astronomical risk. Mm-hmm. So you got you got to go with the less risky option. Trey Lance is the more risky option. So what's the latest? Where is the latest you think Lance falls? Uh, four. <laughs> four. I don't know. What, I just he, I don't yeah. know if I'm being irrational. Uh, okay, I'll say eight. I'll say eight. The Panthers, mm-hmm. like like latest possible, eight. But I think if he makes it to like five, that the Panthers will jump up for him, or somebody would jump up for him. Who's at five? Bengals. Bengals. Because you think about it, if like for the Bengals, and maybe they want offensive tackle, but if they trade back three spots, they they're still going to get Sewell or Slater. Yeah. They may have their pick still. Yeah. Of the two, so that would make sense for them. Um, and then uh, who the Dolphins are at six, and then they I, I think they'll get a weapon. I think they'll get a weapon mm-hmm. uh, for Tua. So. I think that uh, I think that if Lance is at five, I think he's getting scooped up. Mm-hmm. And then it's and then it's you know the conversation of well the Bengals or let's just talk about the Bengals in this case or even the Falcons you know well let's say the Bengals do they want to move back three spots and get whatever the cost is for three spots but still get a player they really like 
or would they want to move back 14 spots with Washington yeah. uh, and get a lot, but maybe not get a player they want? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily see that so much. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, of course, at the same time, we never know. If you love a good chicken sandwich, you have to go to Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. They are a minority-owned, veteran-owned small business, and they've brought Nashville-style hot chicken to the D.C. area. Their chicken sandwich is one of the best you'll ever have, and you can't get it anywhere else. Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Look them up. Try it out. You won't regret it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you want, let's assume all the top five guys are gone and and no trade-ups. Do you want Washington? to draft a quarterback in the second or third round? Like, like, do you prefer them to, or, cause I know you're not against it for sure, but do you want them to, or um, like if they do, that's cool. If not, you're cool too. No, I, I kind of don't unless they're hundred percent sold on a guy. I would rather just wait till next year, honestly. Okay. Okay. So you, so you actually would prefer that they don't kind of personally. Yeah. Oh, so I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Um, what about if they pick up an extra pick, like you said, trade back, pick up an extra third? Then yeah, I could, I could, I could do that. But okay. with the current, with the current amount of picks, I think I'm fine with maybe a fourth round, a flyer, you know, fourth round. So, just a couple interesting facts on on non first round quarterbacks. Um, so, twenty. Uh, let me see. Sorry. Okay, so. Since 2000, 201 quarterbacks have been drafted outside of the first round, and really only six have become quote unquote true franchise quarterbacks. And that's including Kirk Cousins, which some may not include him. Mm-hmm. Um, so less than 3% hit rate. If we wanted to, you need to pause? No, no. For, for that question, how many of them had situations like a Dak or Kirk? where they could sit underneath the guy mm-hmm. and not be expected to like a veteran yeah. and not no, I mean, be expected yeah, to produce. Cause I so, think that plays a factor as well. I think, uh, so I think it does. It's also, while this stat is true, it's, it's, it's slightly unfair because there were a couple of years, man, where like 10 guys went in the sixth and seventh round, <laughs> like a bunch of sixth and seventh round quarterbacks. So we can, um we can, we can uh, be a little more precise. Um, since let's just do rounds two, three, and four, because those are the rounds where most of the, the six have come from. And those six, again, those are Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So those are the six. If we were to go rounds two through four, we got to get rid of Tom Brady. You've still got five. 87 quarterbacks drafted rounds two, three, and four since 2000, and five we're not talking about good quarterbacks. Colin Kaepernick, maybe he could have been a franchise quarterback. Who knows? But he doesn't make the list in this case. Um, Andy Dalton started for a number of years, but he got replaced, right? And he's he, so he doesn't he doesn't count as a true franchise quarterback. Um, Mark Bulger, Matt Schaub, Kyle Orton, guys who started for a number of years, but uh, were they really true franchise quarterbacks? I'd say no. Which is which is why it leaves a question mark for Kirk Cousins, but eighty-seven drafted five true uh, franchise quarterbacks, so about five point seven five percent. So we went from under three to under six. So like it doubled, mm-hmm. but it's still very low. 
And then if we want to, we want to be even more precise and, and maybe almost picky. Let's just go since 2012 because Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson both came out in 2012. Since 2012, 36 quarterbacks have been drafted rounds two, three, and four. Four, not Drew Brees, have become true franchise quarterbacks, 11.12%. Does mm. this suggest that in the last nine years that maybe there's a, they, teams have had more success in finding franchise guys in rounds two, three, and four? Or is it just, you know, a coincidence? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, so and here's what I'll say, uh, because two point, uh, you know, three percent, five point seven percent, eleven percent, whatever. First round is not a hundred at all. First round is not mm-hmm. even fifty. Since mm-hmm. 2012, 28 guys drafted, and we'll say about nine franchise quarterbacks. So thirty-two percent. So the odds of you finding a franchise quarterback in the first round are still one, a little higher than one out of three. Right. It just drops to like one out of ten or less outside of that uh but at the same time i'm sure that the cowboys and the well washington slash vikings whatever i'm sure that the cowboys and the seahawks and the raiders don't regret drafting their guys that they did in the second third or fourth round it's just uh it's just those are the ones who stick out the names who didn't ultimately become franchise quarterbacks we barely know because they didn't stick out mm-hmm. so th- so there's a part of me that's not a big fan of drafting a guy second, third, fourth. And then on the flip side saying, but I mean, you never know. I think it's the fan in me saying, I mean, but you never know. But then the rational side of me is saying, but the odds are very slim that this turns into something more than, uh, you know, maybe a backup or a decent starter. Okay. So say, say if Devontae Smith there at 19, we take Devontae Smith second round, you go Davis Mills. What's your opinion then? Um, I think, I think one thing that would factor into it would be who was on the board at, at, in the second round that we passed up on. Uh, but then one thing that does matter again is like, I, I do take into account the fact that they would be the offensive coordinator, Scott Turner, Ron Rivera and Mayhew, whoever picking their guy, like they have faith in him. That would get me more excited. Like I would be, I would say, okay, all right, we got a guy in the second round, um, he has weapons. He doesn't have to start right away. He has shown some ability. Also, the reason he's in the second round more than anything is because of limited play due to partially COVID, uh, somewhat to injuries, um, you know, that sort of thing. So it's not just like he started for four years, but he's still not a first round quarterback. I would, you know, I'd be intrigued. The fan in me would be very hopeful, not excited, hopeful. The, um, the non-fan would be intrigued. And then if he if he becomes a bust, then I would just be like, "Told you so." <laughs> yeah, but the good thing with that is you still have your capital. You do still have your capital. You didn't give anything up, right? Right, exactly. So that's why I'm not totally against taking a quarterback in third or fourth. You know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and I mean, like, and then it's kind of the same thing with guys who went later. Why did they go later? Like, one thing for me with Kellen Mond is, so this is a legit question that I'm asking you, Tech. He was a four-year starter, right? Right. I'm pretty sure he was a four-year starter. Let me double-check that. He was at least a three-year starter. Um, but he was a three- or four-year starter at uh, Texas A&M. And he's, and he's still not a first-round guy, probably not even a second-round guy. Is that not more of a red flag? You see what I'm saying? You, yeah. you had you – had, he was a, like, 
yeah, I think four year, at least three and a half years. No, he was a four year starter, 10 games, 13, 13, 10, four year starter. And you're not in the same conversation as some of these guys who only played for one year. Yeah. Isn't that more of a red flag? Yeah, there's no, is. there's no, um, uh, data that suggests a guy who the more he plays in college, the better he'll be in the NFL mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because uh, there's plenty of guys who played one, two, three years who have been solid or, or good or great. Actually, almost exactly. none of them, none of them play four years. And yeah. if you played four years in in college, it's probably because you're not that good. All right. 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 Uh, but versus like Davis Mills or Jamie Newman, Kyle Trask, uh, I think Newman and Mills probably came out too soon, mm-hmm. but they're intriguing because, what would they have been had they played again? Because they mm-hmm. had some serious potential to maybe be first round guys, as opposed to a guy who started four years and is still not sniffing the first round. Right. So that's that's what intrigues me about Newman and Mills. Um, and so I, those are just my thoughts on it. If I'm going to draft a guy in the second, third, or fourth round, my question is going to be why are they a second or third rounder? Uh, is it because of Russell Wilson, like his height? You know? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about that. I think well, clearly you can be short and be successful. So if it's because mm-hmm. of his height, I don't care about that. Um, is it because of his arm strength? Can he make all the throws? Okay. Well, that's all that, that matters mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. If it's about his accuracy. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to hold on to that one because yeah. that's probably not going to improve. Yeah. Is it because of character concerns? Uh, well, in order to be a good quarterback, you, you can't really have those, you know, right. or, or you have to be, you know, whatever. But if it's because you didn't play enough, because mm-hmm. we haven't seen enough now you've intrigued me now. Mm-hmm. And I watch it and there's a, there's a lot to like stuff to dislike, right. but a lot to like, well, I say, well, okay, maybe it can't hurt to see what this guy has. Cause both those guys only started like 13, 14, 15 games yeah. in college yeah, and in uh and in separate seasons. So, uh, so I would be like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily actively, uh, I'm not actively rooting for them to draft a quarterback second or third round just because mm-hmm. the odds are so low, but I'm not totally against it. If they do, I'm going to hope for the best. All right. Um, but ultimately, so, okay. But so would you rather them, it all depends on how it shakes up, but just period black and white, would you rather they trade up? Like we've been talking about for a player who's available at 13 or later that you didn't think would be there or trade back and add an extra pick. Just like, we don't know the circumstances, just pick one option now. Uh Oh man, that's tough. Uh, I would probably say trade up because I think you're going to get more value. Um, I think the more you go back, you know, the more rigs are off the board and then you're just like the John and David, you're at that that Mm. linebacker spot. And I think you can get that second or third. I'm going to say move up. Move up. Okay. So, so you're saying move up for a, uh, like a like a top level, a more top level guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it would have to be Parsons, a tackle, or, and I doubt they're going to move up for a tackle, but yeah, or a receiver that they really like. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, those are the like what are the what are the positions they'd move up for? Probably quarterback. Right. Quarterback and um, quarterback. Like Kyle Pitts. That's it, really. <laughs> Quarterback and Pitts, really. And then like Parsons. Maybe part, yeah, Parsons. I, uh, yeah. But even then, I, you know, it's like... Because like trading up is different than a guy being available who you didn't think would be there in 19. Right. But trading up right. is like, no, we really like this p- yeah. particular guy. Yeah. So, so I mean, kind of saying it like that kind of makes it feel like trading up is, is really... 
probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. No. Because I don't think Kyle Pitts make, Kyle Pitts is not going to make it to thirteen. Parsons no. maybe. Um, I don't think yeah, they'll trade up for Waddle. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you think so with the with Jalen Smith? I mean, they do love their linebackers, Jalen Smith and 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 uh, probably Dan do thirteen. Rush. Stay hurt. Yeah, they they need to. <laughs> They need to. <laughs> I'd be blown, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not a cornerbacks. First round cornerbacks don't typically scare me because so many of them seem to not become top. Like, well, at least not even like shut down cornerback. Like Jalen yeah. Ramsey's and, and Richard Sherman's, Darrell Revis's. Um, True. So I feel like I'm more on the trade back train mm-hmm. where you trade back and you just get the best player on your board. And then you added an extra third. So then you got a first, a second, and three thirds. And you're adding five players in the top 100, let's say. Um, that just sounds cool to me. But, but if you do that, you, you think you're you're probably getting um, Collins, JOK. Uh, yeah, like Zayvon Collins, JOK. Uh, maybe maybe Jamin, maybe Yeah, maybe Morag, maybe... Uh, now nah, I'll be thrilled about that. If we move back to, like, 25 and got Morag, I'll okay. be extremely happy. That. Gotcha. I okay. love that. Yeah, no, that'd be, and that'd be a great... I think that would be a really solid pick. I think if you could trade back and get a guy that you still really like and would have liked in 19, I think that's a, a massive win. And you just look at some teams that have been successful over the years, and partially it's the way they've drafted, and then it's... I mean, look at the Seahawks. Seahawks trade back all the time. Patriots trade back all the time. They're always picking so late in the draft that they they probably feel like it, they can get better value with the extra pick than just picking mm-hmm. where they are. Um, right. So, man, I'm just – man, I'm <laughs> I'm just so – I know I say this a lot, but I'm just so ready <laughs> for the draft. And the thing is, once the draft happens, I don't know what I'm gonna, going to think about anymore. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, we have to think about a lot of depth charts and <laughs> – and Depth charts and, and I'll roster. probably watch – I'll probably watch the player that we draft like on YouTube for like at least a day. day. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So still watching highlights. Or, like, have some interviews. breakdowns to do for sure. We'll probably have okay. a solid, a solid few weeks to write off of based on who they select Yeah. Uh, through May. And then the schedule will release June and July will be as usual, kind of tough, but, right. but okay. Well, this was a fun conversation. Yeah. Just talking yeah. all the scenarios. So, okay. So let me ask you more egg. Would you trade up for him? Or do you think you know wouldn't like No, no, I'm not trading up more. I think like you, you would honestly, really look- at our at our need at our position of need, like I think it fits us well, this draft, because I mean obviously yeah. quarterback. Yeah. But other than that, I mean we don't really need anything. I mean, cornerback corner yeah. is not necessarily a need anymore. Corner, D line, uh interior line, um why maybe off at the tackle. Yeah, maybe so, you know, I'd love to but, know um, where the team stands um, in terms of their evaluation of what they have in house. But but taking an offensive tackle would make sense when you consider that Morgan Moses is getting old too. Yeah, and if you it. like Cornelius Lucas, he can play on the right side too. Um, you know, like if you draft a left tackle mm-hmm. and then you move Lucas over, or you put your rookie at right tackle, or maybe next year and then you can move around whatever. That would make sense now and for the future. Uh, so if you trade two thirds for Orlando Brown Jr., mm. what, does that change your approach in a draft to move up? To move up, well, do you have enough ammo to move up? That you mean to move up, like for a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if that was if that was a position you felt like you really needed to address, maybe. But 
I feel like then you might be kind of strapped depending on how move how high you have to move. If you're talking yeah. four or five, your hands might be tied. If you're talking seven or nine, probably. Okay, do you think a player will be traded during the draft? From Washington? Yeah. Like, you mean Washington trades away a player or trades for a player? Both. Both either? Uh, no. Uh, no. You mean, like, not a trade up. You mean just trade for a player? Like, a like trade Orlando for Brown. or a trade up or a part of a trade up? Uh, I'll say no. no. I think not. I think not. I'm just always going to uh, assume on the less exciting or whatever side, mm-hmm. the simpler side where they just mm-hmm. sit and pick. But uh, but I don't necessarily hope that's what happens. So what would have to happen for you to end not end the night Thursday night NFL draft night on just cloud nine? What would have to happen? They would have to get one of the top quarterbacks. <laughs> that's the only way cloud nine happens. I can be excited otherwise, but no cloud nine unless it's one of the top quarterbacks. Right. Is, is the answer the same for you? <laughs> Or is there another player? Uh, Parsons, Parsons, and Morick at the right value. Okay, will have me cloud nine. Okay, okay. At, only at the right oh, value. Yeah, I, no, that's that's a great point. Like, if you trade back to twenty eight and get Morick, I think yeah. you'd be feeling really good. Yes. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think just one of the top quarterbacks. Maybe, maybe Kyle Pitts. Maybe you move up, like Ooh. we said, to thirteen for Kyle Pitts. Then I think I'd be feeling really good. But really, just quarterback. Uh, Okay, so to follow up on your question that you just asked me, what would they have to do on on, on the Thursday night for you to be just completely floored, upset, disappointed, mad? <laughs> uh, move out the first round. Move out the first round? Yeah, that'd oh. be the only thing. That'd be the would only they, thing. Would they get an extra second and third? I'd be bummed because, like, come on. <laughs> you know, like, it's the first round. Like, We've waited on. all these months for this. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. No player really... Okay. Maybe, maybe, yeah, no, maybe Collins. Sorry, Collins. Um, uh, that okay. would just. Oh, you, oh, you're you're not a you're not a Collins fan I'm at not, all. No, I'm not. No, not at all. I think he's gonna go in the second round. I think he's too stiff. He is stiff. I, I gotta watch him. He has no bend. It was like I, I think I went straight from watching JLK to watching him, and it was immediately totally clear. different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so so you would be like mad if they drafted David Collins? I'll be kind of blown. Like why? Okay. Like like. At nineteen, what if they yeah, trade back and 19. get him? I still be blown because there's somebody <laughs> at nineteen that they could have got that would have been better. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, for me, it would be honestly any defensive lineman: Gregory Rousseau, Queenie yeah. Pay, um, any of those guys. I would just yeah. be like, and look, maybe in the long term it'll work out great, but on that <laughs> night. I would be just completely blown. Just again, like another defensive line. And I also, Gregory Rousseau has bust written all over him to me. Yeah. He just has it written all over one good year. Didn't play this past year. Uh, so I think defensive lineman cornerback would not excite me. I am not a big corner in the first round guy at all. I, I'm just not, I just it feel just like depends. so many guys and may, maybe, maybe I'm just, it, it depends for sure, but it just, I don't know. I'm not a big First round cornerback. Okuda, top five. Yeah, I'm not a big cornerback. <laughs> not, not a big first. Yeah, not because also I feel like cornerback is such a hard position to transition to, mm-hmm. and to have immediate success is tough, mm-hmm. and and then to have consistent success is tough, and it just I don't know. I'm 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 weird in that regard. Um, so who's it is an day important two? Position. Who's day two 
leaving and you're like, yeah, so we got like the guy that I wanted. Like day yes, two, just one guy. Yeah, like last year, I know for you it was Gandy Golden and mm, um, yeah, that was uh, was, uh, day three. Uh, Gandy Golden was, was my day three guy. I was on the board for Gibson. Oh yeah, that's right. That's night. right. Yep, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that was that was cool. Um, I would say day two. Um, just any okay so any player they got at a really great value but um i'd really like like elijah moore mm. uh, i would really like that pick um that's the main one i can think of where i'd, I'd be really happy about uh, yeah none of the quarterbacks would have me really excited um if they if, yeah now the running backs um Fryermuth, 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 however, Fryermuth, I guess mm-hmm. how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. I'd feel pretty good about him too if he came out with Oh, him. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, offensively, I, I just, we'll see how they end up going, but I just, I feel and, and I anticipate kind of, but also personally, like, prefer a, like a best player available, but hopefully mm-hmm. the way the board shakes out being a more offensive driven draft. Yeah. That's how that would, that would excite me more. Um, I mean, building your strengths is also great too, but I would love for the board to fall where you end up adding, you know, a number of offensive guys. Any, uh, what about you for day two? Uh, I like the guy, the tight end from Penn State. That would be like a dream. Farmouth. Yeah. Gotcha. If okay. we could get him, I would be like ecstatic. Uh, also, De'Ami Brown, man. I'm starting to like I like De'Ami Brown. I do like De'Ami Brown. Yeah. I like him a lot. Um He's, also, he, also, I like the running backs like Chubba, Hub, Chubba Hubbard. You like him? Uh, I wonder where he'll go. Uh, Aiden, Aiden, not, not, uh, ATN? ATN and oh, um, yeah. Ohio State guy. Uh, Sermon? Yeah. Trey Sermon. some power back there, man. We do. Just yeah, I like Sermon. Again, those right. So, ATN, ATN, I think will go. I'm going to predict early second. Late first, early second. Uh, Chubba Hubbard and Sermon, I have no idea, man. man I have no weird. idea. I have I just don't have a gauge on it, and the, and you again you just see them being ranked. It's just such a a wide range of where they mm-hmm. end up. Um, a, a player in general I like another wide receiver is is um is Tylen Wallace, who I've mentioned. I, he would excite mm-hmm. me a lot just because I he's I just see it, a lot from him. Um, and then I don't know. Uh, we'll have plenty of time to continue talking about this. We've got yeah. another uh, what's the, what is this March uh, thirty days exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think till the draft March 30th. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, well, but it was, it was a good, it was a fun draft scenarios. First round draft scenarios conversation though. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. Any, any, any last second ones or you're, you're good. Yeah. I'm good. Adam, Adam Humphrey. What do you think? Yeah. Um, he uh, makes sense. I, I wonder if it's some sort of move insurance move where if they do move up, you know, and have less picks. They feel like they have a solid slot guy already, but I just think it was a, it was a solid move. I don't think it'll stop them from drafting someone though, a wide receiver. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think so because Humphreys has struggled with injuries the last couple of years. He's, he's fine. He's not like dynamic, yeah. you know, what about, yeah. What about you for Humphreys? Uh, I like the pick, um, got chemistry with Fitzpatrick and uh, had his best year with them. And, um, I think it's good continuity. Uh, yeah. and, I think it'll give them some flexibility as far as where they use Samuel. I don't think they want to restrict him straight to the slot. Yeah, I, don't I think agree. they want to I move agree. him around a lot. So that gives them some flexibility. I agree. And then uh yeah, I mean, we'll see if they sign anybody else. Otherwise it's been pretty 
quiet, you know, but that's fine with me. Get who they want, who they like. So uh, 30 days, 30 days. I hope I I would love to hear from Ron soon. Yeah. Right. (laughs) If if nothing, uh, we'll hear from him probably right after the draft, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Hopefully we get some good content like last year though. Right. Right. Oh yeah. So Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Right. More than we've ever gotten around here. They're doing everything much better and a lot differently than they were. Mm -hmm. So, all right. uh, Well, we'll be back again soon talking about something else. Probably we'll have to do with the NFL draft. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely we'll have to do with the Washington football team. As always, this is Todd. This is Tate. Thank you for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.